Hello, thanks for choosing the Looms in Me podcast. We are all about growth and realistic self-betterment, both in our personal and professional lives. I'm Looms, and if you're anything like me, then you're doing a pretty passable job of adulting and just hoping for the best. So I hope this series helps you as much as it's helping me. There's a new episode every Sunday, but if you want more, then head to looms.me. I often hear people talk about self-love and self-care interchangeably without making the distinction between how these two states of being differ so much. Self-love and self-care are two sides of the same coin, yes, but each side looks very different, in my opinion. And striving for both without acknowledging these differences will change nothing for you beneath the surface and will leave you exactly where you started, probably frustrated, confused, a little bit lost maybe. And this week I'll tell you why it's important to understand the differences between self-care and self-love. And I'll also give you some tips for how you could look to get started. So you can do both of them sustainably from deep, deep, deep down beneath the surface where these kind of true sustainable changes have to happen from in order for them to stick. So let's start by defining them. Self-care is the practice of showing yourself consideration and kindness both physically and mentally, whereas self-love is the ability to recognize and accept all the wonders and flaws of who you are without judgment. When you truly love someone, you only want what's best for them. And in the same way, when you truly love yourself, you'll only want what's best for you. Self-love isn't the end of a journey, and it's not some magical place where you can stop growing and stop trying. Self-love is the ideal starting point for the longest and potentially most fruitful relationship you'll ever have. And that's the relationship that you have with yourself. I look at self-love as the starting line and self-care as all the steps that you take to get to that starting line. When you're about to run a race or speed walk or cycle or hurdle or whatever. If self-love is the base of Mount Kilimanjaro, then self-care is all the training that you have to go through in order to prepare for the journey up the mountain. I don't believe that loving yourself is a prerequisite for self-care. You can absolutely practice self-care without loving yourself, but you cannot begin to love yourself if you don't practice self-care. It just, it won't happen. And it certainly won't happen overnight. And wishing it into existence, and trust me, I've tried, it doesn't work either. It takes consistent action in order to change the way that you feel about yourself in any sort of meaningful way. Take the home that you live in right now as an example. You might live in a space that you don't love, but you still take good care of it because it's the only home that you have and because you want living there to be pleasant. You could turn around and say, well, what's the point in trying to keep it nice around here when I don't love it? But then you know that you'll end up living in a dump. And then you'll end up feeling rubbish about it, which will just make things objectively worse. So clearly, taking the effort to make the place that you don't love as nice as possible is the only way to eventually feel good in that scenario. And then over time and with consistent caring action, you may even find yourself growing fond of the home because you've put so much care and effort into keeping it pleasant. Now, if you hadn't figured it out by now, the home I'm talking about is your brain, is your mind, is the human form and the human body that you currently exist in, in case, in case it wasn't obvious. 
I do love an analogy. Thanks for indulging me. So self-care isn't manicures and Netflix binges and eat, pray, loving your way around the south of France, which coincidentally is a movie that I reference quite a bit considering I've never seen it, but I get the gist of it. But all of these things that we do externally, you know, the manicures, etc., the travel, whatever, these are all external scenarios that we put ourselves in to try to escape our thoughts and feelings if when we're not being intentional about self-care and when we don't truly understand how to do self-care properly. Changing the external scenario or situation that we're in without addressing what's actually going on in our brains will leave us with, you know, really pretty nails, but we'll still have the same unhealthy disdain for ourselves and the lives that we had when we made the appointment in the first place. It doesn't go below the surface. Self-care starts long before the grand declarations and the reposting of memes on your feed. It, it actually starts way smaller than that. And to truly self-care, you have to show yourself kindness, patience, and compassion. And you have to be as generous and forgiving to yourself as you are with your friends and your loved ones. Now, this might sound quite straightforward and pretty simple, but it can actually be quite the uphill battle for some people especially those who don't believe that they're worthy of being considered in that way, or those people who perhaps grew up being told that it was selfish to consider yourself in that way. Thank you, patriarchy. It's that belief that we want to tackle, the one that your brain keeps reminding you of that says, I don't deserve to be considered. Other people's consideration matters more than mine. It's better for others around me to be happy than it is for me to be happy. I'm happy when other people are happy. Any sort of thought that puts your own needs second to anyone else's. It's those beliefs that need to be tackled in order for you to really properly self-care. And your brain is offering you these beliefs for a reason. So addressing them and untangling them and understanding where they come from and whether or not you want to hold on to them is going to be step one. It's the absolute bare minimum that you can do. Because if, if deep down you don't believe that you deserve good things, then all the good things in the world could happen to you or for you and it still wouldn't change your belief. You'd still feel like you didn't deserve good things. And that's why all that external stuff, the fancy candles, the shopping sprees, the bubble baths, etc., they don't actually make us feel better. Because once the dopamine hit has faded, we're still us with our same brains and our same beliefs. One unexpected place a lack of true self-care can show up in is it's in the quality of the relationships that we have with other people. Despite telling people that I wanted them to treat me with kindness and respect way back when. I'd often find myself inexplicably drawn to people who treated me like utter garbage because they, like me, did not value my time or my sheer existence. I'm thankful to say that this was a very long time ago and this journey of mine has been fruitful, but there was a time when I truly was in that scenario and I'm sure a lot of you listening will also be in that scenario right now. Our brains will only ever look for evidence of what we already believe. So if deep down you don't believe that you're worthy, 
your brain will make being around people who agree with that statement feel better than being around people who don't agree. So if you've ever said the words, I hate compliments or so-and-so is too nice, it's such a turnoff, then this could be why. When you don't practice true self-care, you only know what it feels like to be treated like shit. And that's what feels familiar to you. That's what feels like home. And then when you meet somebody who also feels that way about you, it feels amazing. They, they feel great. This just makes sense. He really gets me. It feels good to be around this person. And because you don't know what it actually feels like to be valued, then you don't know what to look out for when you're out and about in the world. All you know is what you know, and anything else feels wrong. Now, for me, when I decided that I wanted to embark on this journey, I knew that I couldn't go from I'm not worthy straight into I deserve everything because it was just too much of a stretch. It just wasn't a believable transition for my mind to believe easily. And so instead, I decided to approach it by laddering on some other beliefs that I already had. And the ones that I chose, I wanted to build and expand on those existing beliefs because it felt like those would be a little bit easier to get started with. So I turned to attachment style theory to better understand how I usually feel considered and cared for in relationships or in situations with other people. I know it's not for everyone. And there are a lot of conflicting theories about attachment style, but this was my approach. I'm a cross between words of affirmation and acts of service, which basically means I feel loved and cared for, cared for when someone says nice things to me and then does nice things for me. With this in mind, I started experimenting with variations of both of those things to see if I could create this feeling of loved and cared for that I normally would get from other people for myself. This involved a mixture of changing how I talk to myself and also how I talk about myself to myself. And that was the words of affirmation part. And for the acts of service part, it basically entailed just doing more considerate things for myself, things that I would appreciate a loved one to do for me. I stopped saying things to myself like, oh my gosh, you're so stupid, why did you say that, Looms? And started saying things like, that was a brave choice, Looms, well done on being so courageous. <laughs> I started doing little things for myself, like washing out my cafeteria right after brewing coffee so that it would be clean and ready to go for my next coffee. Normally, I just leave it in the sink and then get annoyed at myself later on when I'd find it dirty when all I really wanted was just a coffee. And that small act was always like, just it's still to, still to this day gives me a little bit of like a buzz because it's like you're, I'm doing something to make my future life a little bit easier because I care about myself. Self-care might look different to you, but the underlying principle stays the same. It's that inherent desire that you develop over time to want to treat yourself well. It's not about running away from all your thoughts and feelings. It's about being gentle and non-judgmental with yourself about those thoughts and feelings. You're a human being. You're allowed to have thoughts and feelings, and they're not all going to be great ones. And that's okay. And understanding that that's okay and not judging yourself for having those is a great exercise in self-care. 
It's not about going on a spa day for the gram. It's about making choices that support you living a life that's free from aches and pains because you know that that's what you deserve. It's not about only eating healthy. It's about consciously and intentionally deciding that you want to eat an entire chocolate bar because you enjoy the taste of chocolate and a life of enjoyment is the type of life that you know that you deserve. It's about training your brain to learn what it feels like to be truly cared for so that when others come into your life offering you less, you won't be tempted to allow those good life standards to slip. True self-care is prioritizing your physical and mental well-being so that the path is clear and easy for you to eventually fall in love with yourself. I hope that was helpful. I didn't realize that all of these little things were building up to me feeling love, like genuine love for myself. And it just hit me one day after I've been putting this into practice for the better part of the last year. And so it's one of those things where you don't really notice the progress until something happens that makes you kind of stand back and and go, huh, that was an unexpected feeling. What is that? Is that genuine affection for this face in the mirror? Is that what that is? And you realize that you're well on your way to getting to a really, really good and loving place with yourself. All right, that's enough of that. If you enjoyed this, then please leave me a rating wherever you're listening to this. Give it a little uh, star rating because it really helps other people find the episodes. And then, of course, share it. If there's somebody in your life who's struggling and they feel like they're doing a lot of self-care and they just can't seem to feel better, then please do share this with them. Hopefully it might help at least pull them through all the memes out of the cloud of the memes and into the reality of what it actually takes to become the kind of person who practices true sustainable self-care i'll see you back here next week thanks so much